Good afternoon. Welcome to the show. So glad to have you here. Chad Nation on Budget Day. Budget 2023 has dropped. We're breaking down the numbers, breaking down your reactions to it. We're going to be ta- chatting with Mayor Amarjeet Sohi just after 5 o'clock this afternoon, talking about what this means for Edmonton and some of the big numbers that we're seeing being spent here in our city. Like, for example, $760 million over three years for Edmonton LRT projects. So we'll chat a little bit with the mayor about the reaction to that, how that money is going to look to be spent. Uh, and we also want to talk a little bit about the health care spending. Now, it looks like there's going to be a significant amount of money being set aside for our health care system, but not everybody is happy about it. Uh, our next guest represents uh, Friends of Medicare. He's the executive director. And in a statement issued by Friends of Medicare, they say the funding in this budget far from makes up for the destruction the UCP government has already wreaked on our health care system. It doesn't make up for the four previous years of undermining and under-resourcing a system in crisis. Now, the statement goes on to say much more than that, so we're going to break it down uh, and get the reaction from Chris Galloway, Executive Director of Friends of Medicare Now. Chris, thank you so much for being on the show. Really appreciate you uh, expanding a little bit on this statement that you issued. Safe to say uh, you're not exactly happy with what you've seen today. Yes, hi, Chelsea. Thanks for having me on. Um, you know, overall, we were pretty disappointed in what we saw in the budget. The, the government is trying to sell it as a good news budget going into an election, but what we saw doesn't even make up for inflation plus population growth, let alone the last three years. And a lot of the money is actually federal dollars that were just negotiated and announced yesterday. So it's not even new money from the province for a lot of the spending. What we saw in the budget is accelerating their plans for privatization and surgeries and home care in other areas. And some of the capital announcements they previously made like the Red Deer Hospital not actually being funded in a meaningful way not actually a plan to get it built it's just a promise but there's no money to back up those promises you say in the statement um, the UCB government spent the last four years making decisions geared at breaking our public health care system can you expand on what that exactly means and what's led us to the situation that we find ourselves in today yeah, it's absolutely. It's an age-old strategy of those who want to privatize that you break the system first and then you use the chaos that follows to justify privatizing it. And we've seen that over the last three years through the pandemic and in other ways where the government has really let the system fail and then come to the table saying, well, our only option now is to privatize. That's simply not true. It's their plan all along. And we've seen them accelerate it throughout the last three years, whether home care, the shift to Dynalife for labs, EMS announcements, there's on and on. They've announced privatization with the healthcare system and most of that privatization is using our public health care dollars to subsidize profits at for-profit companies rather than going to frontline care it's a clear agenda they've had for the last four years and it continues to be true in this budget we've seen today can you speak to the fact that this is a, a campaign strategy and this is largely a campaign budget it sounds like from your perspective from your organization friends of medicare that's really how you're viewing this Absolutely. Some of the things they've been ignoring for the last couple of years, you know, for over a year, we've been calling for a workforce strategy because we are in a staffing crisis in our healthcare system. Finally, today, we see some dollars earmarked to that, you know, just on the eve of an election. So we have some issues trusting the government and also, you know, seeing them only react as they're, you know, 90 days from an election rather than the year or two years people have been calling for them to meet with them, to listen to them and to act. So we're pretty disappointed that, you know, what it seems to be a political budget, an election campaign campaign budget and we're not really sure uh, where we're headed in healthcare in this province. With the influx of cash that's coming from the federal government plus of course the spending that we're seeing in this budget as well, how how do you see that this is a move towards privatization? There is money that's being spent on the on the system that exists right now. 
Yeah, the, you see a lot of money in the budget documents when you start reading through them and knowing that we've only had a short time to review them. Sure. Uh, but there's a lot of money going to expand even more private for-profit surgeries in those provinces. Thousands more surgeries is the plan in this budget rather than using operating rooms we already have. And we know the issues with that plan. We've seen it next door in Saskatchewan. We start siphoning staff out of the public system. Opening one of these for-profit clinics doesn't create more surgeons or nurses or anesthesiologists. So what we see is those two-tiered system uh, and profits going to these corporations rather than going into frontline care and it's our money that's funding that. But I mean to challenge you on that Chris I mean we do we need some sort of a strategy I mean we need something mm -hmm. to change and you know, people are reporting you know 17 18 hour wait times in emergency rooms there's no urgent care facility for people to go to I mean we're having trouble maintaining frontline workers due to due to significant burnout so what's mm -hmm. the, what's the other answer then what's the other approach? Well, step one in a workforce plan is to actually retain the workers we have, and the record of this government has been to drive people out of the professions and out of the province. Whether so ripping up the agreement with doctors, going to war with nurses, the bargaining approaches they've had with healthcare workers. So step one is turning that around, so we actually retain who we have, and then we need to recruit and train those we need. And it takes years to train a doctor or nurses or other skilled professionals, so we're glad to see some funding for that in the budget, but in the short term, we actually need a change in approach that respects healthcare workers and keeps them in the system or bring them back into the system okay Chris thank you so much for for making the time uh, really appreciate getting your your perspective was there anything before I let you go was there anything that you thought was uh, was some good news from this budget well we're curious to see more details there was talk of funding for long-term care but we don't know where that's going or what it's for yet so there's some potential for good news we're going to be reviewing the budget over the days ahead and really digging into the numbers to see what some of it means and we'll have more to say from there okay chris thank you so much really appreciate it thank you for having me on of course chris galloway is executive director of friends of medicare and we've only had the budget out now for just a little over an hour maybe about an hour and a half now we've had the details and uh, as i read some of their statements friends of medicare has has issued a, a long one saying generally as you just heard from chris uh, that they're quite disappointed uh, they go on to say in their statement uh, our public health care system is in an urgent situation that requires urgent action to deal with the widespread short staffing worker burnout and closures impacting our entire province uh, and then it goes on to say yet today's budget addresses none of these issues and instead accelerates this government's failed privatization agenda which is only further fragmenting the system and worsening the dire short staffing situation facing our public health health care system as of course Chris was just explaining uh, now we're gonna break down the numbers uh, in just a few moments here uh, on Chelsea on Ched there is a lot to go over uh, but of course there is a lot of money that's being spent in our health care system 965 million dollars to increase uh, health operating expenses uh, that's to do things like decrease emergency room wait times improve ambulance response times there's going to be uh, investment in emergency medical services EMS services 196 million dollars in operating in improving operating expenses over three years 15 million dollars over three years for new EMS vehicles so I mean there is a lot of money that's being spent in this in this sector on the outset it does look good but from of course organizations like friends of Medicare they say when you go through the details uh, this isn't really what we wanted to see. Will it impact your vote when we go into some of these finer details? We know that we've got a vote coming up in a couple of months, so does any of this really make a difference to you? Uh, some of our guests this afternoon have said that it's a fiscally responsible budget, so this is exactly what the UCP should be, should be putting out there. Look, we're fiscally responsible, we're good with your money. Does that impact anything that you're going to do on the ballot come this spring? Mm -hmm.